Good afternoon and welcome to Auto Retail Live. Uh, welcome to the fourth of our special series of discussions and seminars, bringing you practical information as we uh, deal with the ongoing COVID-19 situation. Today's theme is finding a way forward. Uh, personally, I can say that uh, my finding a way forward involved negotiating with my children for the next hour so that there was no uh, ongoing warfare in the background or the elephant in the Zoom uh, is a new phrase that I've seen come into business, the uh, unintended situation uh, when somebody walks across uh, your Zoom uh, conference call. Uh, great to have you with us. You are more than welcome to send your questions uh, by simply entering it in the uh, dialogue box. Thank you very much if you uh, have taken the time to spend the next 30 minutes or so with us. And uh, Tristan is also monitoring us on social media using the hashtag ARNLive. Our three guests today um, to provide us insight from a retail perspective, we have Ken Savage, uh, who is the commercial director for Perry's, uh, Rawdon Glover, the UK managing director for Jaguar Land Rover, uh, bringing us the perspective from the manufacturer, uh, and Carolina Edward Smider from Autotrader, the commercial product director. I think let's start first of all with Ken, actually. Let's start if we, we can with you. Ken, Perry's has uh, followed a very similar route throughout this crisis of uh, being in uh, virtually closed, but still providing a skeleton service um, for emergency workers. Um, you're approaching, as we all are, um, a time when we're thinking things may be lifted a little bit. That means it's time to think about how you open up and, and, and what will be the ways that you will be planning that. What are the data and what are the indications that will you, you use to decide how to reopen the business? Well, as, as you say, we, we have been operating a skeleton staff. We've got five service departments across the country open and predominantly aimed at supporting essential workers. And we've also got quite a large parts wholesale business in Huddersfield um, that would normally employ 80 people and we're down to 15 people. But again, that has been supplying police and ambulance and anybody shops that still want to take supply from us, which is fine. Um, I don't pretend that we've made much money on, on these um, businesses that have been opening, probably lost money, but we feel as a public service, and I mean, many other dealers feel the same, that it's the right thing to do. Um, we have seen a pickup in business, both in terms of footfall at the service departments and inquiries online. Um, we're, we're in a position of we're starting to take more technicians back now, um, and these, these five departments that are open are getting busier. Um, but we're not planning to hold, open the whole group until we get the green light from the government. And what, what's the level of interest? Because there, there are a number of um, retail groups uh, recording interest, uh, saying public statements. I think I saw something from Vertu earlier today saying, you know, high levels of interest in, in vehicles. Is, is that, from your perspective, a, a normal blend of new and used, or are you seeing one or the other taking the lead at the moment? We, we've kept our, we've got a, a call centre operation and we've kept that going. And we've got something over a thousand inquiries from customers and we've sold 70 or 80 actually sales on vehicles. But it is predominantly used cars. Um, and, I, and I think that's, that's a natural state of affairs because I think a used car is a unique car. So if somebody sees a specific car that they want to buy, they probably might want to reserve it on a new car. Well, the new car's a new car, isn't it? And uh, they tend to be uh, certainly perceived as, as much more available 
So I think the new car market will come back uh, once we get up to trading again. But also, I think that's going to be on the back of the manufacturers. I think it's going to be the manufacturers who, who drive the new car market. And I think it will need driving. Which is the cue to welcome Rawdon Glover to Auto Retail Live. Uh, Rawdon, from Jaguar Land Rover perspective, uh, you are juggling um, production when it starts in whatever form, so that the factory is producing vehicles. You presumably have a level of stock, um, and then you've got customer demand to try and balance the middle. How's it looking from your chair today? Yeah, well, it's um, slightly more comfortable probably than we were uh, five weeks ago, uh, I guess, as we all maybe just come to terms with the reality of what we're faced with. But uh, our particular business, I think we, we're sat on a, an order bank, ironically, that's actually larger than it was this time last year, although probably similar to a lot of uh, retailers and other OEMs, there's a large hangover, if you like, of, uh, of deliveries that were due to be delivered in March. So certainly as and when uh, we get the green light to really actively start retailing um, from the government, our first port of call will be to uh, unite those customers that have awaited what will now be a couple of months for their cars. And, uh, and I think that will probably see, uh, I guess, an initial uplift for the industry. And obviously then once that's through, we'll probably then see the, the, the more normal uh, type of business. And it will probably be a better reflection of the actual demand that's out there because there definitely is this bow wave to come. Once we're through that, I guess we'll start to see the, yeah, the, new, the new level of demand. It is the impossible question, and asking somebody to forecast uh, how how, the, how it's going to 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 roll out is virtually impossible. But we there was something I saw in the media today: the the um, the stock starting to build up from all sorts of manufacturers, um, vehicles that are arriving in the UK or even produced in the UK, sitting around. Something I think I saw thirty five million pounds worth of vehicles that are that are waiting, and that. That is an extra pressure both on you as the manufacturer and also the retailer with those vehicles that are costing money. We, we've had some manufacturers that have been very keen to deliver vehicles to us, but the, the, and, and where we can, we've accommodated that. The practicalities have been very challenging in that um, if, we haven't, if, if the staff are on furlough, we've literally got nobody to receive these vehicles. But you can see that the, the some of the manufacturers' compounds are busy. And they're very, very keen to get them into our compounds and quite naturally. So as soon as possible, we can get them delivered to the, to the customer. We're seeing the last couple of weeks, we've seen um, a much greater interest in actually calling vehicles off from compounds. Um, we're certainly um, lucky in some respect that a lot of that's around the new Defender, where we'll be bringing that to retailers for the first time. But we're now starting to see that pull uh, as as retailers want to unite customers with their cars and draw down from uh, from various compounds, and that that's growing on a daily basis for us. Carolina, let, let's think that from a consumer perspective. Uh, the the data yours is a data driven business at Auto Trader. Your your reporting again. I, I read that an increased level of usage of the website and interest in vehicles. So when the lockdown started, we certainly seen a dip in consumer confidence, consumer engagement on our marketplace, and it stabilized quite quickly. So after the initial drop, um, our daily audience began to settle at around 800,000 users every day, which is about 30% down to what it was before the lockdown. So clearly significant drop. However, 
we are we started observing over the last couple of weeks some recovery so um we actually had a peak in audience on sunday 3rd of may when we reached 1 million users so people are still researching they are um still um investigating they purchase they are just postponing the actual transaction so there might be some hope that there is some pent-up demand that is going to uh, realize as soon as the uh, lockdown restrictions get lifted. We also have a lot of research like looking forward in terms of um, how consumers might think about vehicle ownership as well. And some of the uh, stats are really encouraging because people who um, use public transport, they they might they, they feel like they, they are likely to use um use it less in the future. So 50% of public transport users, they will consider that going forward. 50% of those people thought about owning a vehicle. So there might be an opportunity there as well. And people who are the driving license holders and uh, who currently don't own a car, 56% of them consider purchasing a car. So there is some, some of those stats sounds really encouraging for the industry to start get up and running again. And, and are you seeing that same interest that, that we've seen uh, Ken referring to in the used market? Uh, obviously, you, you provide new and used vehicles through the site, but is the ratio about the same or are used cars starting to edge ahead? In, in terms of inquiries, it's, it's predominantly used. Um, and I would reflect what Carolina has just said in terms of when we originally went into lockdown, we were still, still getting a trickle of inquiries. But in the last few weeks, those inquiries have, have increased substantially. But it, it has been more around the used opportunity than the new. Caroline, is, is that is that reflected across all all the brands and and through your website? All of the stats that I was referring to, they they relate to use and new. So um, used and new cars are part of the same experience. And users who come on auto trade, fifty two percent of them um, consider are open to new cars. So in the research process, a lot of consumers go through both. Um, new cars specifically, the, um, the, the volume of engagement very much depends on the quality of vehicles. This is why we try to always encourage retailers to invest in making new vehicle adverts, physical new, really good quality with actual imagery, with discounts, good descriptions, because this is where new car suffers usually more on auto trade and it's very binary. Those good cars generating good response. Unfortunately, those that are not um, advertised well will, um, will be much behind. Rawdon, if I can turn to you, one of the, the questions come through um, about online supply. Now, clearly, lockdown has focused uh, attention on people looking at buying uh, and, and exploring vehicles online. How far is that happening and how far down the funnel are they really getting um, through the online process these days? Well, I think I think it varies manufacturer by manufacturer. Certainly uh, our philosophy is we really want to allow the customer to interact with us, whether it's fully digitally or actually fully physically. Um, you know, we've certainly strengthened our digital capabilities in the last three or four months. And we've made significant enhancements to our online selling platform. We've actually had about 3 million customers since we opened the platform actually engage in it. So that's at some stage. So that's not necessarily all the way through, uh, clearly. But uh, 
I think one thing that is absolutely for sure for all of us at the moment is uh, digital interaction with customers in the, in the medium term will never be more important. And I think whether that's customers wanting to go further down the sales funnel, whether that's going to be customers wanting to have virtual product demonstrations, uh, whether that's customers wanting to have virtual handovers. So we, for example, filmed for every one of our nameplates a virtual sales demonstration and a virtual handover uh, that actually can enable the customer to, to experience everything they need to about the vehicle digitally. Clearly, all the transactions will still go through the retailers, but I think brands and, and retailer groups that are going to succeed in, in the however long this period lasts are those that are really able to embrace uh, the digital technology and and you know undoubtedly a, a number of customers are, are probably going to minimize their physical contact in in this interim period whether that just accelerates us towards that destination or whether there'll be a reversal at some stage i don't know but certainly i think digital is going to be critical uh, for all of us uh, in in the coming months Ken, what's the what's the perception or what's the reality for for customers coming through and and dealing with you online uh, when most of your traffic previously was physical? Well, I, I'd echo what Sir Roden's saying there. I mean, the I think the, the digital experience has just been accelerated. Um, we found ourselves we've been talking for some time about um, taking deposits online um, during this uh, shutdown. It's a project that we've accelerated and we've actually got that available now on our website and, and it's working. You know, we are literally taking deposits from customers online. And I think this um, this shutdown is going to change that, uh, everybody's way of thinking in terms of just living their lives and certainly buying cars. I could still I still think that people will physically want to see cars, but they, they, they were likely to... Thank <laughs> you. 